0: This is Inside the Lebers Podcast with your host, Jack Lambert. The purpose of this podcast is to let the students, staff, and parish know what's happening at St. Gabriel and how we can all do more to get involved. That's especially important no more than ever with the entire school doing distance learning. My guest today is Father John Schwarzlows, Pastor at St. Gabriel. Father John, thanks so much for joining me. Certainly welcome. It's my pleasure, Jack. All right. We are in the middle of my favorite season, the Christmas season. So far it's been really different. We are doing school and mass from our homes, and it can be a little sad for many people. In what ways can the St. Gabriel Parish continue to be connected?
1: Well, there are several ways, and I suppose the first and most important way, Jack, is to continue to pray. Uh, One of the things that allows us to step outside of our own fears, and also sometimes the feeling of isolation, is to be able to pray, not only connecting ourselves with God, but connecting ourselves with other people. Uh, Sometimes it's the person that might be down the hallway, and sometimes it's the person who lives across the same zip code or the same neighborhood. Uh, Secondly, I think we have some advantage uh, now that we haven't had in in previous generations. Uh, The very thing that you and I are speaking with or speaking uh, because of is our um, social media and our communication infrastructure, uh, now we're able to visit more frequently with grandmas or grandpas or aunts and uncles or brothers and sisters uh, across the the continent and across the world, and sometimes we find ourselves a, a bit hesitant to do that and saying, "Well, tomorrow I'll take care of that." I, I say that to myself sometimes with my my own father and my sister, uh, but I'm mindful or try to make myself more mindful to reach out to them several times a week as I can either text or phone call or a Zoom call just to let them know that I'm there. And it also comforts me to know that they're there in their part of the world thinking of me as I am of them. Uh, we all have our own struggles, uh, but together when we're going through them, uh, it makes it easier, it makes it a bit lighter and it makes it uh, seem more possible to overcome the hurdles that are before us. So I think using all of those things, prayer and communication, the technology that we have at our our fingertips uh, can help break down the walls that sometimes seem to convince us that we're more isolated than we actually are.
0: Many people want to help out this time of year. Are there ways to volunteer and help members of the parish this holiday season?
1: Yes, there are. We are and have been partners with Fern Creek Highview United Ministries since their inception uh, almost 30 years ago. They're always looking for uh, volunteers and participants doing things as remotely and simply as contributing materials, but also looking for people who will help them organize their pantry, who will help them uh, to hand out uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas baskets. And um, beyond Front Creek Highview United Ministries, we are partners with St. Vincent de Paul as well. And I would encourage anyone who has a particular need or drive to help other people, whether they're helping individuals or families, children or adults, uh, to contact our parish office. And we'll be able to work through the options with you, uh, depending upon your individual need, uh, your own individual resources of time or money. Um, And also for people who are um, homebound or self-isolating, There are also ways that we can find ourselves reaching out uh, to help members of the parish during the season by doing things as simple as writing uh, holiday cards, greeting cards, Christmas uh, cards, or um, sending out um, emails and invitations to parishioners who are seniors who might feel isolated. Uh, But call us and we'll help guide you, anyone actually, uh, towards the places where they feel that they might direct their energies.
0: Now, this has been a hard year for everyone. As leader of the St. Gabriel Parish, what has been the most difficult obstacle that you've had to overcome? One of the
1: more difficult things that that a deacon or a priest, or I suppose a preacher in any congregation, encounters is preaching a message in a building at the same time to a room full of people that may span uh, six-month-old babies all the way up to 96-year-old adults. And It is an exponentially more difficult challenge when we're isolated uh, to coordinate the efforts of the parish in reaching out to everyone from the age of children all the way up to the age of our uh, most senior citizens. Uh, The challenge and the difficulty is of course uh, the medium. We have a lot of people who are uh, very bound to paper, to mail, to newspapers and to things that are tactile But you also have a great number of our our parishioners who are uh, mobile, who are uh, bound to portable devices or cell phones or other technologies, and trying to find the medium so that no one or very few people at all get left out of those communication methods. Um, So, coordinating the staff, coordinating the efforts to reach out to parishioners, not just for simple business issues or um, simple reminders, but the actual kind of the the, the skin and bones of a parish community, letting them know that we remember them in prayer. We've not forgotten them. We do care about them, although we cannot see them every day as we have in the past and letting them know that they are still part of our community, even though they may not be able to get to church or in this time when our students are far from us because they're all in their own homes, letting them know that we still have them in our hearts and in our minds and want to do everything we possibly can to help them in this time.
0: COVID has made life a little scary and uncertain for many families, especially kids like me. We wonder what's gonna happen one day to the next. What advice do you have for the kids my age that may feel a little stressed out and worried about online school?
1: Well, one of the first things that I would would encourage you and any of our students is to understand where the fear or the feeling of being overwhelmed comes from. It's legitimate and it's right uh, and you're not alone. A lot of people of many different ages are feeling overwhelmed, are feeling stressed out and worried. What I would also move forward from that and say, once you've named the fear or named the feeling of being overwhelmed or stressed out, name the tool then that you have at your grasp or that the teachers or your parents may have within their grasp to help you answer those feelings. One of the ways in which we calm ourselves most effectively is to take an inventory of the positives, the good things. Um, I don't want to say the weapons, but the tools that we have in our our, our kit in order to attend to the problems. Uh, in this case, the problems would be isolation, uh, technical challenges. I want to see my classmates. Uh, I like the food in the cafeteria. You know, I miss all of those things. And we, as under as adults, understand that. And are not immune to those same feelings, but we hopefully have a grasp and would like to, to teach uh, our younger generation, our students, that there is no issue or problem that you can't face with courage and strength uh, when you realize the um, amount of resource that you have at your availability that includes your educational ability, uh, your your Uh, ability to be rational thinkers, uh, the resources you have in your families, in your teachers, in your parish, and most importantly, the resource you have in your God. Your God who is bigger and stronger and more powerful and more loving, certainly, than anything that could ever threaten us.
0: And finally, what is the one thing from a faith standpoint that you'd like to share this Christmas and as we head into 2021?
1: Well, what I would like to point to is the season that precedes Christmas is Advent. And that is a time of spiritual preparation for Christians, not simply Catholics, but Christians uh, to place themselves in a frame of reference and place of mind to welcome the infant Jesus Christ that God made flesh into the world. And the very story of Jesus and Mary and Joseph is one that we find them traveling through darkness to light. And we are traveling from darkness into light. Look at our Advent wreath that is in every home or the Advent wreath in the church. And to let you know, to talk to our students, uh, to share with St. Gabriel or our neighbors that we are moving from this darkness into light in many ways. 2020 has held a lot of darkness, uh, but our God contains so much more light, peace, and hope, and joy. And I would like people not to lose Hope in that. Um, There is, you know, so much more power within our community if we are united and together and hopeful in that particular ability of our God to scatter this darkness. So let's use this Advent well uh, to count our blessings that don't necessarily all lie under a tree. Perhaps rest, though, in our hearts and in the hearts of those around us. Count those blessings as as our guides and our guards that come from God. And look hopefully towards Christmas, when coincidentally the days, uh, the the amount of sunlight in a day begins to to increase. Um, I know many people talk about that being part of an ancient calendar and how our church originally set up its feast days, but it is also something spiritual to look forward to. That when Christ comes into the world, the sun, the day, uh, the, the 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 light becomes exponentially greater for us, and to hang on to that.
0: Thank you so much, Father, for being a part of the Libras podcast. Merry Christmas to you and all of our family at St. Gabriel. We'll see you in church and back at school, hopefully very soon.
1: Jack, I wish the same to you and to yours. And I am so honored that you've asked me to be on your podcast. And I've had a, a wonderful time. Thank you, sir.